So Christ Covenant group leaders, uh, we're going to use podcasting or recordings like this as a means of training because uh, we realize you're busy and we realize getting everybody together, uh, though probably best, um, is difficult to do. Uh, So today, just to kind of give you a heads up, to give you kind of an initial training, I'm sitting here with Ryan West and Ryan... Uh, I don't even know if I've announced this to the church, Ryan, and if I haven't, I apologize. But Ryan is our part-time discipleship pastor. And so... In the flesh. <clears throat> Ryan, of course, still works for the North American Mission Board, but part-time is now working for Christ's Covenant and helping us uh, in the area of discipleship. One of the key areas of discipleship that we talk about... Now, I just want to make a clear thing. We're doing discipleship all the time, right? So worship service is discipleship. When we serve together, that's discipleship. When we're studying our Bibles together uh, as a family, that is discipleship. What we're talking about is, is the word that we're using at Christ's Covenant, relational discipleship, meaning that we want you to not just be reading the Bible, worshiping with your families, not just having personal quiet time, not just coming to corporate worship, but getting together in relationship with groups of people uh, studying God's Word together, stirring one another toward faith and toward good deeds together. So talk to me about how is that going to look at Christ's covenant? Yeah, well, when we talk about um, this subject of groups and really stirring stirring one, one another on uh, to, to greater godliness, we want to emphasize this this. Um, this approach of a relational discipleship, like you're saying, that we would uh, intentionally gather together uh, for this purpose of trying to help one another grow in Christ. So it's not just getting together to watch a game, although that may be a part of it. It's not just uh, getting together uh, for dinner, uh, although that's obviously a part of it, but the intentionality of it and just the importance of, uh, of the small group within a church and really how that helps <clears throat> what you know if you go into a, a church as it grows as Christ's covenant will grow it would be easy to be uh, those who slip in and out and never be known and never know one another um, but how do we tackle that problem and 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 it really does lay the the foundation of how important um, groups are at Christ's covenant and it's kind of uh, a, a means by which we show ourselves to be disciples you know, Jesus said, how are they going to know you're my disciples by the way you love one another? Um, and getting into real relationships and real community uh, with real people is definitely so vital to the Christian life. So talk to me a little bit about our groups. What are they going to look like? What are our goals? What What are the different types of groups that we corporately hope to be offering? Yeah, well, let's, let's just, uh, just to make a comment, I mean, Beyond being excellent in everything we do as far as corporate worship, um, you know, in uh, how we sing, the, the preaching of the word, uh, children's ministry, those are the, the forward-facing elements of our church that someone will experience uh, typically as a way to come into the church. Well, another way to come into the church and ultimately to stick in the church is through is through a small group. Right. And, and it's rare that a church will have retention of a person or a family without them connecting to a small group. So just we cannot overstate the importance of, of uh, small groups at Christ's Covenant. And um, 
And, and basically what we're trying to do is this intentional relational disciple making of, of one another, that we help each other grow in Christ. And, and really what we've discussed is there'll be two primary types of, of groups. There'll be <coughs> groups that are um, groups that are community groups, what we're calling community groups, and that, those groups are really open. They're porous. They, you know, they're for any visitor on a Sunday. Well, look, this week here are the groups that you could jump into, and then so we'll we'll call those uh, formally. We'll call those community groups, and then we want to emphasize a, um, a um, the ability to to really grow grow close with one another through family groups. So those are the two groups: community groups that are open for anyone to join at any point. And, and we'll be clear about which groups those are that we're currently offering. And then family groups, which will be more closed. Um, and, and they're really where we can go deep in our, our faith with one another. It's not to say that one group is more important than the other. They serve two different roles. Um, it's just like us, like my nuclear family, that defines a particular set of expectations and depth of relationship with my wife and my three children. Uh, versus that I'm in community with people that live around me, but it, it doesn't mean that those relationships are any less important. It's just a different type of relationship. So two different primary types of groups. And so just to kind of talk about how these groups will behave, community groups, <clears throat> as you mentioned, will be open, will be ongoing, though we hope and pray, obviously, they'll be multiplying. Groups will form out of community groups as those groups grow. Family groups will be closed, meaning that kind of once they're set, They'll be set for, and I think we're talking about, you know, the school calendar year right. roundabouts, you know, August through Mayish, uh, where you'll you'll jump into a group of folks, you'll meet together, you'll pray together, and at the end of that time, hopefully that group will also multiply, and you can jump into another closed group in the next year. Talk to me about the benefits of community versus family. Why would I want a community group? Why would I want a family group? Well, I think. Um you know, just the community group being able to uh, be an offering to, to newcomers, uh, that we were really are serving the church in a way that that we can uh, be open to to people who are new coming in and experiencing it, to, to address the retention issue um, and giving people a place to belong immediately. Uh, that's a huge service to our church and to our into our, our larger community as they come to Christ's covenant. Um, it's, it's not to say that you're not going to have accountability and prayer and growing together in Christ if you're in a community group, but it's just serving that purpose. That is the intention of, of that. And, and just, I mean, it's not just the new people. I mean, I mean, we're, you know, obviously everybody's kind of new at Christ's covenant, but we've had our community group since like February or maybe March, and it's awesome. Like, we look forward yeah. to it every week because it's just a big crowd. It's fun. It's a lot of people. Um, so it's, I think it's, it's not just for new people. It's everybody yeah. feels connected to a good group of folks. Yeah. And as relationships form in those community groups, our hope would be that we can intentionally, uh, push people into family groups, uh, where you have a longer term, uh, commitment, like you're saying, basically a year. And it's not to say that you can't re-up that family group starting with the next calendar year. But the desire always we need to have in the back of our minds, whether you're a community group leader or a family group leader, is that you need to be raising up uh, people who can go out and multiply. That we're not going to close these things off to where, man, this is this is my small group that I'm going to be with until I die necessarily. Obviously, we'll always keep 
certain relationships, you know, two or three families together, but we also want to multiply out to make more room for, yeah. for other people to experience that as well. So you talked about an expectation of raising up leaders. Let's kind of go to the leaders. What, if I'm a leader of a group, what do you, uh, what, do, what do our pastors, what do our leaders of the church really expect from our group leaders? Yeah, so it's it's a it's a huge part. I mean, I, I'm not, you know, I can't emphasize enough the importance of groups. So to have people who are group leaders, both types of groups, that you would, you would have a few basic job description or requirements on your job description, basically. But, you know, first of all, that you're a supporter of the church. I mean, there, there should be no greater advocate than our group leaders. Um, you, you know, you need to love Christ's covenant, believe in what we're doing, represent us well to the to the community, uh, that that should be a given. To serve the church is a is another thing that you lead through service. Uh, some people may mistakenly see uh, leading a group as a as some type of platform, but but uh, we really want to follow the example of Christ and be lead servants in our church um, in in various ways. Not that you have to be there for every single thing and serve every single way, but that people in general see you as a servant of uh, of the church. Uh, that you hold to the the doctrine and confession, you know, the basic teaching of the church, that you're not teaching something contrary to that. I've seen churches where you have small group leaders that are that are uh, teaching things contrary to the basic teaching of the church, and that is not good. And then I think uh, fostering unity in the church, man, it is a cancer if you have a small group leader that allows whisperings and, and disunity to fester. Well, and sometimes right? you get whole groups yeah. that kind of become a block of resistance yeah. to the church, and that's a very dangerous thing, too. Yeah, and if you're—so, I mean, just thinking of this, if you're uh, really in deep relationships with people in your group, uh, you're going to know certain rumblings that may crop up. I mean, there are going to be problems at Christ's Covenant, and you're really that front line to be able to address those problems well— communicate with the pastors if there's an issue that you don't feel like you know how to handle or, or whatever, but but really fostering unity. Um, I think identifying and raising up group, group leaders, we've already, already said that, and then to be trained. I mean, to really, you know, submit yourself to this process of, okay, you, you're leading a group for a reason. You obviously have leadership qualities and a, and a pattern of faithfulness and all these things, the reason why you've been asked to lead a group, um, but that doesn't mean that you know, we all need ongoing training, right? So really to open yourself up to being trained and not say, I have arrived. Right. Yeah. I always want to be better at my craft of being a group leader. And then, uh, so that's great. I mean, that's ex- expectations of group leaders. So what about just group goers? What, what can I expect uh, or what do we expect to happen at a typical group? Um, what are kind of the elements that make a group gathering really good? Yeah, it's... um. And one thing um, about expectations of group leaders that, that there are certain parameters, guardrails that we're going to ask everyone to kind of you know stay within those, but then also freedom that you can um, <clears throat> really form your your group structure uh, and how things actually happen uh, according to to what's best for for you and your group and your personality that type of thing. So, but a typical group should have some basic elements that that we're going to have curriculum. That's going to be um, generally a mixture of, of a couple of different things, um, you know, focusing on sermon, sermon uh, driven curriculum that reinforces and, and helps apply the sermon. Um, so sometimes we're going to ask that group leaders do that. They take what Jason or another pastor is preaching that week and let's unpack that. Well, let me, let me speak to that. Yeah, yeah. So we're actually, actually, we're having a conversation 
with Lifeway, and we did this at Valleydale, to produce uh, curriculum for us. So it's actually, it's called Discipleship in Context. So I will send them sermon outlines weeks in advance. Some of the best writers in the country at Lifeway will actually write the group material for us, and then our groups can use those to complement and reinforce, as Ryan said, uh, what we preach on Sunday mornings. Yeah, and that's that's I think um, it's that's a super wise move for us right now in the life of our church because we're all coming to Christ Covenant with different backgrounds, both in what church is and and perhaps uh, different takes on certain doctrines. We want to get on the same same page. So particularly the um, this first uh, round of groups, we want to have this sermon driven curriculum that will be helpful to help us to be thinking along the same way, very strategic. And then the other thing would be some of that freedom that I mentioned a minute ago that we want to offer group leaders the opportunity uh, to have a, uh, if you have a desire to study a particular book or, or, um, you know, both a a biblical book like an epistle or something like uh, basic Christianity by, by Stott, something along those lines that you would uh, submit that, that desire uh, to, to us, and we'll we'll look it over just to make sure. Just to agree with you again, we're we're just trying to be very strategic, um, and and wanting to make sure we're forming our people well, uh, in the most strategic ways possible. So, curriculum, just having a mixture there, but but within certain parameters. I think a, another thing would be relationships. We want to make sure that our group leaders, as well as our group goers, uh, that they're intentionally fostering these relationships. That that we make sure that we know. Um, one another, and we'll give some suggestions, some drip content in there about how to how to do that well. Uh, fellowship, uh, making sure that we're incorporating opportunities to to enjoy one another, to enjoy our, our friendships. Uh, that can happen in group time, obviously, as well as events and and just unplanned, impromptu gatherings outside the group. Um, and and I think just just in general, making sure that the group doesn't become stale. Uh, that we want to make sure that we're changing it up from time to time, both in delivery and, and what's going on in the group. Um, and then I think the last thing is is just uh, what you can expect to serve one another. It's great that we could serve needs within Christ Covenant. So if Jess puts out a need that, man, we we really need some, some child care workers for Easter or something because we anticipate a large crowd. Well, as a, as a community group or a family group, we could sign up to fill that need together you know, um, or, or needs out in our community, <clears throat> like it's Sutton, man, we want to love Sutton. Well, what about this Saturday we go out and, and help do yeah. something they need. So. so Sunday night at five o'clock, we'll have our members meeting. Ryan is going to be talking about this more then also on Sunday, we're going to be uh, passing out our group's plan. Uh, so it's a big week for us. And then the big day, the big week is the week of October 15th. We're going to be launching several new groups, both community groups and family groups that week. And so uh, we got a lot of exciting things uh, coming up at Christ Covenant. Well, thanks for listening. Ryan, you got one more word? Well, the one thing I would say is uh, when you have people who are interested in joining a group, make sure you always remember they can go to the Connect desk. They can look at the, uh, the iPad that's there on the app. All the information is there about where groups are meeting, uh, when they meet, descriptions of the groups, and also on our website. We're going to have that info uploaded to the website awesome. here soon. Very helpful. Well, thank you so much, Ryan. For Ryan West, I'm Jason Dees, and we will see you on Sunday.